This is Coffee Pot Finance, Episode 6. In this episode, we talk about paying off your debt using the debt snowball method. This method is extremely effective, and we break down why we use this method and walk you all through an example. Disclaimer, we are not financial advisors. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please give us a follow and a rating on whatever platform you use. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Coffee Pot Finance. Please share with some friends and family and anyone you know who wants a better financial future. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Coffee Pot Finance. This podcast is all about you and your money. Joined as always by my co-host, younger brother, and one of my best friends, Riley Barnes. Riley, other than your wife, would you put me as your best friend? Uh, Yeah, I mean, my daughter's name is Arlen, for all you people that don't know. She is climbing. She okay. is pretty cool, but you are you're battling with her for number two right now. Dude, that's awesome. Well, you're definitely in my top five. So that is that <laughs> works out well. Now nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I would say we also have another younger brother, Jimmy. He's actually working on our website right now. He needs to I gotta check in with him. Yeah, I don't I hardly know how to get on a website and he's creating ours. So good for him. That's that's true. Yep, yep. Um so Riley. We uh, we talk, we text every single day or, or some phone calls here and there. You just got back from a big trip. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and start with this. We actually didn't go to Disney. Um, oh. We went to Orlando with plans to go to Disney. It, I guess it, it sold out. Um, I don't know how an amusement park sells out, but I guess with COVID restrictions or Whatever they have going on, it was sold out, and we could have bought a, I guess, a park hopper pass, um, but those were 200 and something dollars a piece, and uh, with our daughter being almost two, it just didn't seem, didn't seem worth it, so we hit up SeaWorld instead. Oh, okay. How was that? Uh, cool. The dolphin, yeah, the killer whale shows, uh, dolphins. Um, my daughter is obsessed with quote unquote fish now, but it was a lot of fun. Went to some water parks, played putt putt. Um, actually, I won putt putt, so I might, might so start you playing. Your, you beat your wife. Who, who all went on this trip? Uh, my family and then my uh, in laws, um, and then their two cousins. So there are seven of us total. Nice. We're we're in the opposite boat, having our first child, pretty much using all of our PTO to hang out and stay home with him. For for us, we've had a big couple weeks. First yeah. off, I heard you. Uh, man, I heard I heard it on the rumor mill. Saw it on the on the Twitter that you you bought a car in all cash. I might add. Oh, cat! It was it was straight cash, homie. AKA an official check. That's what that's what uh, the gentleman yeah. wanted. So we, uh, my car was in some bad shape. I end up selling that. We, my wife had a two door. We end up upgrading to the SUV, not having to take out a loan for that. So 
we've been passively looking for myself. And the other morning I got on the old Facebook marketplace and I'm not going to lie. The first thing I saw was $3,900. Didn't even see the picture. Didn't even care what type of car it was. Then I do a little research. It is an 04 Buick. It's either LeSabre or LeSabre, if you're an Office fan. So, mm. 04, under 52,000 miles. Wow. And now, it has, it has some dings, has some dents, but it's going to get the job done and get me from home to work, hopefully back to home after work. I would rather buy a beater of a vehicle, something that doesn't look pretty. That way, me and my family, we can invest, we can buy real estate, we can do other things with our money instead of throwing it all into a vehicle that depreciates in value and eventually is going to need to be replaced and something that I honestly do not really care about. I'm just not a car guy. But Riley, in in prior episodes, we've talked about debt, specifically credit card debt, student loans, and car debt. But for today, let's focus on how to pay that debt off. And there's there's different methods and opinions. The main one that that a lot of people know is tried and true is the debt snowball method. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if Dave Ramsey is the one who thought of all of it or if he just came up with the name and trademarked it or his team, but when you think of debt snowball, you think of Dave Ramsey. So we'll just give credit to him and his team. If you want to go ahead and just give a brief uh, description of what the debt snowball method is for uh, for our listeners. Yeah, um, for sure. It's a so it's a debt reduction strategy um, where you pay off the debt in order of the amount owed from smallest to largest without focusing on interest rates. As you do this and you knock out some small ones, you, you can gain momentum um, and that, let's say, I know we'll get into more details later, but that small payment's clear. So now you have extra money from that freed up payment to carry into your next lowest. And as that extra money starts climbing up, uh, it snowballs. Um, if you've ever built a snowman and then you can start seeing a lot of momentum really quick. Correct. That, yep, that's that analogy right there. As you as you continue to push and roll a snowball down a hill, it it gains more traction and momentum and gets bigger. So there's the analogy there. There's four steps to it. The first step is you have to list your debts from smallest to largest without even really looking at the interest rate, like you said. Smallest debt all the way up to the largest. Now, all these debts and loans that you have, you're going to have minimum payments on all of them. So we're not saying, or the debt snowball is not, put all your money towards your smallest debt and forget the other ones. No, you need to make the minimums and whatever extra money that you have, you start off with your smallest debt. And then you just continue and you work down the line, mark them off the list. Why do you personally like the debt snowball method and why do you think it works? Um, So we like it just the sheer amount of let's say we have let's say we have six outstanding debts right yeah um if you can start knocking out some small ones and this is what i did with my my student loans for example um i i stopped the student loans at ten thousand um a while back and started stacking cash just to see how it happened but now i only in my student loan have one ten thousand dollar loan gaining interest rather than seven individual loans broken down 
Um, it just yep. simplifies the process. And if you start going from one payment to another every other month, uh, trying to tackle them all at one time, uh, you're just so much more likely to to lose that hope uh, midway through because you're not seeing, although the debt as a whole might be shrinking by the same amount, you're not seeing that momentum build up. It's, it can be very, if you have, yeah, you, you have debts of two, five, ten, twelve thousand dollars and you're paying the minimums on all of them and they're going all going down a little bit. It's still discouraging. It, yeah. And, it, and the less, is. the less people I owe money to the better. I'd rather have one $30,000 loan than nine loans that came out to be 30,000. It's just so much have, more simple. When you have a lot of people coming at your kneecaps. Yeah. Gotta so, watch out. And we and we agree, use the word, I think you said simplify. When it comes to money, when it comes to building wealth, paying off debt, it is simple. It is not easy, but it is simple. The debt snowball works because it all it's all about changing your behavior. So like to win with money, it's 80% behavior. And then 20% head knowledge. Yeah, you have to do the work. You have to you have to get on a budget. You have to follow your finances. You, you have to read some articles, listen to uh listen to coffee pot finance, but yep. then you have to apply it. 80% behavior. So, like I said, paying off debt is simple, but it's not going to be easy. It's going to take a change in behavior and how you spend your money. And it it forces you to change your spending habits. And it, this is something um, and there's so there's we talked about it, credit card, student loan, uh, personal loan, car payments, whatever it may be. There's so many different areas and levels to everyone's debt. But if you just can simplify it and you lay them out smallest to largest, then you create a plan to attack. So right now we're going to we know what the debt snowball is. We are starting smallest, working our way to our largest amount of debt. Let's walk you through an example and what this may look like and why why it's so impactful. So, Riley, do you want to break down? Give us give us an example when it comes to a dollar amount and types of loans and even what the monthly payments could look like. So, let's say you have four um, debts. You have a medical bill that's five hundred and fifty dollars, two thousand in credit card debt, eight thousand to your car note. And then fifteen thousand in student loans. The medical bills payment is fifty dollars. Credit card is sixty dollars a month. Car loan one fifty. Student loan is three hundred. All right. So those are all the minimum payments. You are going yep. to be making those payments every single month, no matter what, throughout the debt snowball. Just want to be clear on that. Yep, for sure. And and then this is where your your family or you being on a budget is so critical so if after your budget you see that you have an extra five hundred dollars a month right uh, just an even number to make it as simple as possible you're making those minimum payments on the credit card the car loan and the student loans and putting that extra 500 to the medical bill okay um, and so you said so your medical bill here in this example was 550 bucks Yep. You're making a $50 payment. You go through your budget. You see, hey, I saved 500 bucks this month. Well, yep. boom, 500 plus your 50 payment, 
medical bill is paid off month number one. Yep, that's easy. Mark it off the list. And then going into month two, you have your an extra 500, your built-in $60 payment to your credit card that you have to make, and then now your extra 50 from that medical bill that no longer exists. And there's this, there's the first layer of the snowball. You're like, all right, I'm saving 500. Here's my normal payment. Wait, where'd this other $50 come from? Oh, that medical bill that I no longer have to pay, I can now apply that to my credit card debt. So now we have, what was the 500, 610 bucks now? Yeah, 610 roughly going to your to your credit card uh, bill for the most part. So if we got $2,000 now, we're, we'll add a little bit of interest into it. It's kind of, I didn't want to do the math, but now we have a $200 or $2,000 credit card debt. We're now applying all this extra money towards it. You're getting this thing paid off in what, three, four, four months, four months, four months. But now you just have two loans. So now you have your extra 500 and the extra 110 from the two loans you paid off going on to your car loan. That's an extra for that car payment. You're making a $760 payment in this example. So with interest, you're talking what? Nine months. Is that the math? So yeah, we're we're looking at we're looking at nine the nine to ten months if you have any extra going towards it up to twelve months and not, like you mentioned earlier, you have four debts within four months, half of who you owe is completely wiped out. Now you can focus on just your two loans, your car loan and your student loan. Yes, they're the larger amounts. But it's you got the momentum now. You are think about you're going to the gym. You're trying to lose weight and get in shape. You're not going to, in a week. You're just not going to be lose twenty pounds and look and feel fantastic. It is, a, but once you start dropping a couple pounds, you know you increase your weight. You start feeling a little better. That motivation kicks in. This is where y- you you see the little wins and get to celebrate the little wins. Yeah, and, and and honestly, after that credit card's paid off and you're down to the two loans, uh, you're probably building up some fire at this point, um, looking for things you don't need, looking for subscriptions that you can that you can get rid of for a year um, or six months. That way, that extra cash just builds. Maybe you go stock some shelves at Walmart once a week, and it gives you an extra, I don't know, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. All those little pieces individually aren't aren't substantial but when they're collected you know you're looking at making 1200 1300 payments where instead of before you're making four small payments just trying to survive and watching that interest collect correct and i want to i want to touch on that when we're on a budget and we see hey netflix is 15 a month my my spotify premium is 10 a month there's 25 bucks. Can I live without those two things for, let's just say six months and just free up $25? You can probably do that. And now you free up that $25 to apply to this debt and get it knocked out. You can, you can always, you can always bring back those subscriptions and, and you can always, but this is where it comes down to what we just laid out for you. It's simple. It's simple math. It's just numbers. 
you know, oh, I just I just won't go out to eat as much for a little bit. I, I'll cancel my Netflix and Hulu. That's pretty simple. But do you have the desire and the willpower? And that's why the debt snowball is so, so impactful and why it works is because the mindset, the behavior, staying motivated. When you have this debt bringing you down, it is really hard. I, I want to be a homeowner someday. I want to travel. I want to I want to do all this with my family. I want to retire. Before you do all that stuff, you need to take care of, of your debt. And that's the great thing is, you know what? Ah, I wish I wish I didn't take out that loan. I made a mistake. That's fine. Now, now fix it and and move on and don't make that mistake again. So yeah. you need to you, people. It took me, geez, what am I now? 30. It took yep. me into my probably mid to late 20s. Quit, quit blaming other people. The people who adjust to a debt or not having debt the best and the most successfully are the ones who have conquered debt in their life. When you are at this point, um, I'm probably overly optimistic with most things. But when you have all this debt and you're working through all this and you're doing the debt snowball and seeing these small wins, after you finally finish and are debt-free, you have it inside the, that, that feeling of, I'm never going to do this again. Never, never. I'm never getting in debt again. It's not. That awesome car is, is not worth just the financial burden and the insecurity of, of owing X amount of money to someone. It's not worth it. You never want to go back. When when you when you pay off your credit card debt and and you pay off your student loan and you pay off your car, you never want to go back. Thanks for listening. This is Coffee Pot Finance.